besties welcome to the better and balanced podcast it's your girl nia renteria i am so glad you're here each week we'll chat about all things wellness this podcast is about striving to live our best lives and finding balance through it all so grab your favorite matcha coffee bowl or blunt get comfy and let's get balanced Hey guys, welcome back to Better and Balance Podcast. It's your girl, Nia. Episode three of Bessie Book Talk. I'm here with my girl, Maddie. Hello. So excited for another episode of Bestie Book Talk with my bestie talking about books. <laughs> I'm for 20. I'm for we learning. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, how fun is it though that like we're recording this podcast on 420? I know. It is fun. And we lit. <laughs> Nia just took a bong rip. I did. I smoked a little joint. Yeah. The vibes are set. Mm-hmm. So. Happy everyone. I hope everyone's indulging safely. Yes, as they but, should be. Yes. Well, when they listen to this, it's not going to be 420. But it could be a 420 state of mind. So. True. Light up right now. State of mind. <laughs> I hope that you guys had a great 420. Yes, me too. I hope it's all of you. What did you do? Um, So this morning, I actually went to a ganja flow in Phoenix. This is my second time going, and um, it's basically, you know, weed and yoga. Everything (laughs) I asked for and more. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Um, Yeah, it was really fun. It was outside. You know, it was 9 a.m., so it wasn't too hot yet. You know, it was still, Mm -hmm. like, in the 70s, so it was was nice. We had a little breeze. Um, And, yeah, I've just been getting lit, enjoying the day. What about you? Girl, I didn't even get to even smoke anything until maybe, like, 530 past 420. I've just had such a bit I just had such a busy day today. And um yeah. I felt like I wasn't celebrating right. But this is what I feel like adulting. This 420 was very adult 420. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that. But we're definitely gonna have a round two 420 when you get here and oh yes. And that's why I haven't, you know, that's part of the reason I've been busy. I've been trying to get everything done so we can go and have the best time. Yeah. I'm so excited. These last two days have been kind of like a blur because Mm. I've just been trying to read this book. You know, I literally started this book two days ago and finished today. (laughs) So I've just been like, I'm sorry, guys. I have to be lame. I can't talk to you. I need to listen to my book. I need to read my book, you know? Yeah. the only thing consuming me yeah i'm so honestly ready to be done girl like i feel like we all feel the same way and tegan's not here we were so too busy talking about 420 that we didn't say tegan's not here tegan is sick um she needed some rest so that is what she's doing we miss you we love you we miss her though yeah we do um and we all also are on the same wavelength of Reading A Court of Thorns and Motherfucking Roses. Yes. Yes. Wait. Well, Tegan said she didn't. She was not. I can't hear. Yeah. No. She said that she was not going to read the next book. Are you fucking she she literally had the audacity to put a she reel. Out of the <laughs> she put it in a reel that no, books that didn't. she's probably not gonna read. She did. 
speechless. Yeah. How could anyone not like that? You know, I yesterday I was thinking that we could do a bonus episode. Please. Of this book. We should. The girlies would absolutely love to hear it. Like, it is seriously a cult. I'm sure because you've been posting that you've seen it, you've Mm -hmm. experienced it. Like, everybody has read it. But yeah, I think we should do a bonus episode of it. And then, you know, even we'll see where Tegan's at. But even if she didn't, we can hear, we can try to hear her side because I don't want to hear anybody's side that has not. No, I refuse (laughs) to hear any slander. Like, there's no. There's no arguing or having conversations. This book is crazy. Yeah, no. I am... We can't be friends. Like, one of the reasons why I'm glad that the measure is over and done with is because I'm waiting to start A Court of Miss oh and Fury. Yes. I've been waiting for it, and that is also another reason why reading this book for me was super hard because I started reading it after I, wrote, I read A Court of Thorns and Roses. So it was very, like... My relationship yeah. with the measure is, like... Yeah, Please. same. I started it Go. the day after I finished A Court of Mist and Fury, and it's funny, too, because I made my sister start reading it, as we've talked about, but she had just finished the second book, too, and when she mm-hmm. found out she had to wait to start the third for a week till I finished this book, like, yeah. she was so pissed. Um, Ricky texted me, and he's like, don't start the second one without me. And I was like, okay, this is before I started The Measure. And I was like, I have to read this book, The Measure, the next for the book club. So I'm not going to start it without you. But once I start, I'll let you know. So yeah, Did I tell you that my mom finished, too, the first one? No, she read it. Girl, that is amazing. And I told Eddie, I told Eddie, I'm like, babe, you can even listen to the audiobook. I'm like, I have the audiobook. Just listen to it. And he's like, I have to listen to the audiobook? He's like, too easy. I'm like, okay, so get on it. Get on for it. For real. For real. Especially, like... I don't know. It's just like when you're doing puzzles or like mm-hmm. literally anything. It's so nice to just have an audiobook to yeah. listen to and just, you know, yeah. be reading and doing something at the same time. It's, mm-hmm. it's legit. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it'll be so fun to have you here and we all the girls can talk about yes. it. Yeah. so fun. Um, Anna's, party. <laughs> Anna's getting a new puppy. I was like, she was asking me names. I was like, name it Tamlin. <laughs> She's so <laughs> Um, she's, like, she's like, you know, Nia, not gonna lie, I was thinking of Akatar names. I'm like, exactly, you should. Yes, she has to. She has to. I'm so here for it. <laughs> yeah, I could see myself doing something like that with her. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. This this book has had a chokehold on me. Like, yeah, so we do. So then it will, we will do some <laughs> bonus episodes of Bestie Book Talk with. We so should. It's so fun. <laughs> Yeah, we, we want to hear from the listeners. You let us know, but I'm sure mm-hmm. that we definitely have some yeah. fans out there. <laughs> I'm like, I need two of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, we're going to do it whether you guys want to hear it or not, because we just want to talk about it. <laughs> and come on, that gives me an extra episode she doesn't have to worry about. <laughs> Here I am saying bonus. Actually, it could be a bonus best. It could be a bonus better balance episode, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna have Maddie on the podcast today, and it just so happened to talk about. <laughs> okay, so let's <laughs> let's talk about the measure. Let's just get this over with. Let's just get this over with, please. No, um, I'm just kidding. I actually really 
ended up liking this book. It was, it took me a while. It really did. It took me a while. And I read the first few pages like 30 times and still didn't, it still didn't even get in like embedded in my head. Like it was just so hard for me to focus on this book. It definitely is a slow start for sure. And it was a um, very slow should start. Should I read the synopsis? Yes. Okay. Can't believe you're making me read this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Eight extraordinary people. One extraordinary choice. It seems like any other day you wake up, pour a cup of coffee and head out. But today, when you open your front door, waiting for you is a small wooden box. This box holds your fate inside, the answer to the exact number of years you will live. From su suburban doorsteps to does Sorry, maybe start that part. Okay. <laughs> From suburban doorsteps to desert tents, every person on every continent receives the same box. In an instant, the world is thrust into a collective frenzy. Where do these boxes come from? What do they mean? Is there truth to what they promise? As society comes together and pulls apart, everyone faces the same shocking choice. Do they wish to know how long they'll live? And if so, what will they do with that knowledge? So, <laughs> I guess, um, first question is, do we like the book? You said you liked it. Yeah. I At first. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. You you were kind of on a little spree, so. Uh, <laughs> at first, it was very slow, and I was like, there's no way. Like, in my head, I had it as a DNF. Was it DNR? No, DNF. Yeah. DNF. It would have been, been, been a DNF for me if it wasn't a book club book, for sure. Yeah, it would have been that for me, too. Um, But I'm really glad that I pushed through and finished it, like, the ending and almost the basically the ending the ending is yeah. what ties everything together and i really think that you had to have so much backstory because these are it was following like people's actual lives and in a, a lot of fiction books it's so jam-packed it's all this stuff that's never gonna actually happen and this like the slow build-up was because she really wanted to paint all these eight characters as they're doing life and the truth is is sometimes life is slow so yeah towards at the end I'm like okay we definitely needed that build up of things yeah and I feel like we did need eight different characters for how mm -hmm. she was wanting to like you know what the the message she wanted to get out mm -hmm. the book. I think she needed all eight characters to do that so I think that also was a reason it was kind of a slow burn because yeah it took us a long time to get to get invested in the character had so many characters yes yeah so then and like, finally in the end when we're remembering all the yes. information about everyone we're like finally like yeah liking them yeah and, and for me that was what was kind of throwing me off too because it was already so hard for me to start the book but then when I'm in it. It's like you're telling me all these different characters and I'm like trying to figure out like what the heck is going on because I don't even remember the, those stories back like freaking two chapters ago. Like it was so much at one time that my brain, my ADD, ADHD, whatever I have brain could not. Yeah, <laughs> it really couldn't. It's weird too because like when I'm reading A Court of Thorns and Roses, you know, I'm not finding myself like be like, oh shit, I just read a page and don't even know what I just read and going mm -hmm. back and rereading. You know? mm -hmm. 
like this book it's like I just found myself like zoning out so much like I just wasn't really in it yeah I didn't really get pulled in yeah and it's probably because you were just reading about fantasy fairies and worlds and all this (laughs) and how beautiful things in the world are and like yeah yeah it's relatable we talked about um when we read the writing retreats or maybe yeah like how it totally depends on like when the book comes in Mm -hmm. your cycles of like genres you're reading and stuff yeah so yeah I think if we would have been in like a reading rut and like Mm -hmm. had anything good we read this like oh you know that made me something that was good Yeah. yeah it's like it was a pretty heavy book to read when we're just like in a fantasy world and it mm-hmm. kind of brought us back down to the shitty fucking earth girl we live in, you know and it's like ew yeah Where, where's my fantasy world yeah you know? especially when you know i'm trying to plan a trip to see my best friend in her hometown and i'm having to read I this know. book it's like me think about death so much yeah it's making me scared yeah like, okay today when i was like in Tempe, I was just like nervous that there was gonna be a shooting or something. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's but not just the state of the world. Yeah, I'm like, saying, but not even just the book. Like heightened. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so here are some of the points that I made since we're like we're getting into it. Um, I definitely felt like this book had a lot of political agendas, but the right ones like I feel like a lot of people well some people would read this book and say it's trash because they don't agree with a lot of the deeper meanings behind this but because of the deeper meanings behind this is one of the reasons why I really loved this book um so would you open your box or wouldn't you open your box I want to say hell no Mm -hmm. like my first instinct is no I'm not opening my box you know because like I feel like if I knew when my time was gonna come like I would just be so riddled with anxiety Mm -hmm. you know I would just knowing that I was gonna die that month or that year even like every single day I would just not be able to enjoy my life Mm -hmm. do all those things I would be so anxious and scared to die like Mm -hmm. I don't know maybe I would come to terms with dying but I don't think how could you you know that's just so scary for a human to think about you know I'm glad you said that because I really feel like Javier was literally somebody who came to terms with his death yeah like that was his story like and um I loved how the book really did put each person in every scenario that you can think of yes. and um so like we can start talking about the characters I think it would be easier like that if we do a rundown of the char- characters but since you said that like for me when I um saw Javier and I loved his story because I feel like if that were me my story would be a lot like his because he was the only one who was very like spiritual about it Mm -hmm. which is so important and I'm glad they put this in the book because I feel like if this were to happen if this is real world like you know people would be turning to their higher power because Mm -hmm. during death and dying people turn to the higher power because that's what brings comfort yeah. 
And for him, you know, his grandma really instilled that in him. And he said, like, heaven is such a beautiful place. Heaven is, you know, it, of course, I'm scared of dying, but it gives me hope. And for me, like, when I think about death and things like that, that is the only thing that makes me hopeful because to me that's like such a beautiful place and there's no more hurting and as much beauty as we experience in this life like I know it's so much more amazing and the fact that they put that in the story and that that's what his grandma taught him and I think that's why that he was able to realize his purpose and then his purpose in life and then once his time was done and his purpose was done he's like as much as this sucked sucks I do look forward to the beauty of eternal you know and I loved like I really loved that character and how they wrote that in wow that's beautiful yeah I agree um oh yeah um but how you were saying like you know you're not really you wouldn't really be scared of death in that way because you know there's so much to look forward to in the afterlife like you know it's just so beautiful and peaceful and no pain like yeah I I think that right now you know mm-hmm. like I, I don't I'm not scared of death every day in the yeah. moment you know and I do know that there is heaven that waits for me on the other mm-hmm. side you know yeah but I feel like if I knew like I feel like that's why we don't know that's why yeah exactly you know, God literally for us to mm-hmm. know yeah because it's just like then it it taints our mind yeah mm-hmm. so and think... go, ahead. go ahead oh I was gonna say and that's that is the reason why like for me I would not open my box just because like and um I will tie this into Morris character because I feel like the part where she was saying how being a short stringer is so like much more adding on to what she already goes through as a black woman, as a gay black woman, you know, in America. Now she's labeled a short stringer. Like I resonated with that so much because it's like, as a black person in America, like you are a short stringer, literally our whole lives, you know, like, of course we're not dying at young ages, but as a metaphor, we're living life as a short stringer, how they want to outcast people and things like that. Like her character, I'm like, I loved how she also wrote her in the book too, because she's a metaphor for so many things like in this world now. Yes. Yeah, no, I loved her and Nina's relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, and Maura's like struggle with not knowing if she wanted yeah. to be a mom before and then having mm-hmm. that realization like oh fuck I do want to be a mom and yeah. now I'm about to leave this world and like I can only imagine how painful that would be girl like just making that decision to want to be a mom too is so powerful and yeah it's just like you don't you can't even think about anything else you know and um what was her name? Leela? Um, was it Leah? Or Leah? And that's why I loved her story too, because yes. she made the choice of like, you know, I know that I'm a short stringer, but I'm choosing to experience motherhood. Like I want to feel the magic and feel mm-hmm. like what it feels like to just love somebody unconditional before I 
before I go. And I think like that was just so beautiful in itself. I was pretty sad that Mora didn't get like her happy ending with Mm -hmm. Diamond. Yeah. Yes. And um, who else? Hank. Oh, Hank. He was one he of was, my favorites. He was a, su- a superhero. He was. He was such a superhero. Like, I liked how they tied in the end. Like, how he ended up, you know, saving someone's life. Like, mm-hmm. in a good way. Like, how he wanted to. You know, how he donated mm-hmm. um, one of his organs to that girl. That was, yes. I like how they did that. Um, I put... <clears throat> How the strings represented, like, to my, in my opinion, the strings rep- represented so many things, like people of color, um, LGBTQs, people, people in poverty, women, um, just other races versus white Americans. Mm-hmm. The string is the minority. Yeah, just like you know, people in power. Um, Anthony and Catherine, I think what her name was. To me, they represented just white privilege people who um, hate other people. Just like those people that I literally, they give me the ick. Yeah, it was so disgusting how they would like, you know, get excited when they saw that some people had short strings or whatever. And like, just little comments that were just so evil. Like, Mm -hmm. I did not like those characters. Yeah. Catherine, she was there for Jack, you know, mm-hmm. when he was younger, which thank you for that, but you're still a cunt. Sorry. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, Jack, like Yeah, Jack can go too. Like, he was the epitome of white privilege to me. Like he just used his privilege and even so much so that he didn't care about his friend because you know, in the end he just wanted it for himself, what would make him happy. And I'm glad that that's why I'm glad that Javier's story is just so beautiful because Jack was literally just somebody who yeah. grew up in Javier privilege and story. yeah. And it was just all too real. It was too real. I was it reading was this and I'm like the part and how like the other countries you know we're dealing oh with well they said italy stuff. yes oh north korea for sure <laughs> but then italy was saying how like we always lived like you know with love and kindness and like it's our last anyway mm-hmm. so we didn't really need to open the boxes like we didn't really care I loved that. me too i really love that um ben i loved ben's character Yes. So I loved I. his character so much. Um, I started bawling my eyes out, literally crying when he said that he felt safe with his parents. Like, mm. when he told them that his string was short. Like, that whole, the way the author wrote that as a mom, like, I just, I had all the feels. And for somebody who doesn't really feel safe, like, never really felt safe with their parents, just to know that, like, hopefully I can give that to Rumi. It's making me emotional. Um, but I loved that part of the book and I loved that it was him. So, yeah, definitely. I loved him and Amy's relationship and kind of like how it started out with them just writing the letters between each other. Yeah, that was, that was so For a little minute, I wanted to slap her, but it was normal. (laughs) And she ended up being a short stringer too. Yeah, which is crazy. Like... 
Like it was just the way they tied that together, you know, at the, and the, in the end she cho- she chose to lead with her heart, you know, like she let yeah. her heart lead her no matter what and um Nina said that's what love is about. When you get married, you say for richer or poor, you say till death do us part and you we don't know when somebody's going to pass, you know. We don't know how long we have with people and like I loved how this book was just an example how like we need to hold the people that we love close. We need to, you know, just make like memories and show yeah, kindness and yeah. exactly. And like as hard as death is and how like messed up and just like sad it is, like, you know, I feel like this book really did say really did um, represent that we're all here to live our purpose and it's not our job to know when it's time to go because either way like it's god you know his our purpose is going to be fulfill, fulfilled and i love how hank represented that too like as sad as his was he you know helped so many other people and like the way that the author just tied the stories together how jack went to more um mora like everything was just so yeah she tied all the characters together really beautiful in the end um we shouldn't have done this stone because i keep forgetting (laughs) it's okay you're supposed to be stone yeah um let me see if there was any other points that i wrote down there was something i was just gonna say though oh um one of my favorite moments too was um when they were describing you said her name is Layla. Leah, I think. Leah's um. <laughs> Leah's birth. How it was New Year and New Year's, and everybody came together and was singing. Like that brought me so much. It made me emotional because as much as cliche as you know, world peace and everybody showing love and kindness is like that is a dream of mine, especially as a black person in America. You know, like to see people come together for a cause just brought me made me so emotional because I wish that was real life like I wish that was the world that we lived in but we don't and it's like in my head it's like what a beautiful happy book ending like literally how it's like it all just comes together and happy ending you know yeah it was like they said that it was like the hardest year of their life Mm -hmm. it changed the world everything flipped upside down but like through that they met each other and became each mm-hmm. other's families through all the pain you know yeah. they wouldn't have come together and experienced so much like, yeah. of a community and like mm-hmm. love and a, a family yeah if they didn't have that experience and i also like i don't know it brought me a lot of peace when they were talking about like in the end it didn't matter like what you tried to do everyone's mm-hmm. string was gonna end at that time yes no matter what they tried to do mm-hmm. and you know that helped me a lot thinking about jack my mm-hmm. brother who passed mm-hmm. for those who don't know um you know knowing that it just it just kind of made me think like there's nothing that we can do yeah like, we're set on this earth for a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. and our purpose is going to be fulfilled in that amount of time. And then we go when we're supposed to, and nothing could change that because 
I know that's such a common thing with grief is like you just go back and forth in mm-hmm. your head a million times. What could I have done to change that scenario? You know, and it, yeah. you can just drive yourself crazy. And it's like, I truly don't think that there's anything that we can do to stop someone's time. Yeah. You know? And I'm glad you just said that because after I read the book, um, one of my initial thoughts was like, this is something, even though it is a fictional book, but I feel like a lot of the meanings, like I'm going to carry with me because like, and that, and that was one of it. It's, it's like, you know, like as painful as it is, like everybody's life has a purpose and we're here to serve our purpose. And like, Yeah, it's just, that was such a beautiful aspect to it because that sucks, you know, thinking about it, like thinking about just, you know, being in pain or were they in pain or like, you know, not saying goodbyes and things like that. Like, it's so sad, Mm -hmm. but that book, like the way that she, she did write it, like it was, it did bring so much peace. They were supposed to like know when he was going to go and he even, yeah. And in the end he got in a car accident. Yeah. Still caught off guard. Mm -hmm. That caught me so off guard, Amy. And, and I think for her, that for the, for her part, that is what you just said. Like no matter what, you know, she didn't even look at her string. Mm -hmm. She was trying to decide if she wanted to fall in love with a short stringer and, it was part of their story for them to go together, which is like so freaking wild. Like it literally. Yeah. And um, can we talk about poor fucking Nina? Oh Nina my gosh. She lost Amy her. And ben? Yes. What the fuck? I added that as a thing to talk about. I'm like, poor Nina. She lost them, but also she gained, she gained two. Yeah. But you she know, so kids. I know. <laughs> I know, but you know, it's like they're still. She, of course, yeah. she's gonna, course you know, she's gonna love them, and she's gonna crazy. love them, and you know, like, yeah, poor Nina, and but I feel I, like I wish Mora would have had a long string, and then you know, her and Nina could have had the kids together, and Mora could have yeah. had her happy ending. I know, but that's life, you know. Yeah, Mora, she just poor girl. She had it. She was just, you know fighting her entire life for everything seriously mm-hmm. even till even when she knew she was a short stringer she's like she's still gonna be fighting for the cause yeah she always had some good ass like talking points and conversations did you think of um moira from handmaid's hell <laughs> yes and i was like i'm not even gonna say it because she's gonna be like seriously <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Country. Yes. Okay. So, um, after we're talking about you know the deeper meanings and things like that, like, what do you feel now about the book? Yeah. So when I told you, like, I hated it more than anything. <laughs> that was like I still had like an hour and a half left. Yeah, because remember I told you the hour and a half is like where that's literally what I was bawling my I was crying for everything at that moment because I was just like, oh my gosh, this is yeah, she's so tying it together so beautifully. It took me till the end of the book to start liking them. Yeah, but I will say yes. Now that we've broken it down and dissected it, and you're just such a 
you know, you're such a beautiful soul, you know? You Thank just you. have such a good way of speaking of things. But the thing is, is because, like, I, after I read this book and I was, like, bawling my eyes out, I'm, like, I just really do have a heart for people. And I'm such an, em- like, an empath. Like, I was putting myself in each of their situations. And, and I'm just, period. and I'm on a period. Yeah, like, the emotion, I'm just a ball of emotions right now. So I was just yeah feeling it all. But I'm glad that I was able to actually pay attention to that last yeah, I think it was hard for me too because it's like I'm with I'm on vacation. Uh-huh. My family they all want me at all yeah. times. So and I had to power read that book in two days. Yeah, girl, it was you it's know? understandable. So I think I was half in, half out. But uh-huh. I'm glad that like we sat down and talked about it because I definitely don't have such a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad it's over still. Yeah, and this was a debut. Novel too. Where are we with the debut novels? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about casting the other characters. Honestly, I don't even know what the other characters yeah, look like. We're gonna have to do it off the top of our head. Okay, so Nina is Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Okay, yeah. Um, no, what's her real name though? Jane? Or June? What is her name? Oh, June. <laughs> June. June and Moira are Nina and Moira. Ben is, um, we might as well just make him. <laughs> we're doing the whole cast. <laughs> Amy, Serena. <laughs> oh, we're staying on Handmaid's Tale? I'm just kidding. Ben's the commander. No, oh, oh my gosh. No, the commander is, um, hey. Anthony. Anthony. Ew. Serena's cabinet. Yes. Oh my fucking god. Oh my fucking god. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then, oh my gosh, Ben is um uh Nick. Oh. <laughs> okay, who's Amy? Who's Amy? Oh. Amy is the girl who plays Cassie in Euphoria, who's also on the show. Would they be fucking for a little bit? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I can see that. I can see that. Who's Hank? I feel like Hank is from um, Stranger Things. Hank's the director of the show. (laughs) The director? Oh, (laughs) Hank. No, his name's um, something else with an H. No, I'm saying Hank from the book. He's from Stranger Things. I picture the guy. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I'm trying to think of his name. The sheriff. What's his name? Yeah. What's his name? Dang, I'm blanking. That's one of my favorite shows. People are probably screaming at their microphones. I know right now. What is his name? Oh my gosh, I have to Google it. How am I drawing a blank right now? Oh my gosh. How are you? You, We talked about him so much. Jim Hopper. Hopper, 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 Hopper. Hank is Hopper. Hank is Hopper. I, I just pictured him. I don't know why. <laughs> I was not picturing Hank like that at all. I was. That's how I feel like I see it, Hank. I was, him. yeah, Hank, that name. But the way they described him, like, in his 40s and, like, a doctor, I pictured him as um the guy from Grey's Anatomy, like, the main guy. The black guy with the green eyes? No. Oh. <laughs> the main guy. Is he oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, I Derek, never watched that Derek show, but I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah. So what about... Um, no, that's the perfect cast. 
No, okay. Who? What about the girlfriend? Who? Oh. Ben. Remember the girlfriend that he? Um, oh no, that was. Hank. Yeah, she is. I'm not oh, to say Hank. Hank. Annika. Annika. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Cause she came back and st- the story with Javier wasn't that crazy? Yeah, the crossover. But also, it made me realize, like, you know, the world is so huge, but it's so small. So small. It's such a small world, and we probably have like passes. So with many people. crossovers that we have no idea. No idea. Such crazy moments. Yeah. Or like people that like we've seen like when we were in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and we randomly crossed their paths and we didn't know and like. Yes. It was a crazy moment. Imagine. Yeah. Um, I love that movie. Have you seen that movie Crash? No. So the movie Crash is basically like this book um, where they tie everybody's story together at the end. And it was such a good movie. And I love that. And I thought about that here. I'm like, that's one of, well, I liked it when I was little. I don't remember if I like it now, but it's such a weird movie <laughs> for me to like about when I was little, like literally this yeah, book. Um, but it reminded me of that. It kind of reminded me of Nine Perfect Strangers. No, it kind of really reminded me of The Midnight Library. Yes. I thought about that book randomly the other day. Especially because, like, I feel like the writing, which I meant to say, it felt so juvenile. Like, Mm -hmm. it felt like it was meant kind of for, like, seventh graders, which is Seventh grade? Dang. (laughs) Oh, right, sounds great. Okay, yeah, maybe sophomore. I don't know. Okay. I just felt juvenile. Yeah, it was very. Um, but thank God, honestly, because she uh, she had me all over the place with all the different characters. So yeah. maybe that's why, had because to keep it simple. She had to keep it simple because it was even with the simplicity, it was even hard to. Yeah. Stay tuned in, but I'm glad I. <laughs> I'm glad I stayed tuned in. I'm really excited for our next book. Me, well, I started it, but me too. I'm so excited for our next book. Um, I was talking to somebody and um, they were like, it's giving better and balanced. They're like, you're a no book way. club? Yeah, they're like, this is a book that I would think that I would read on the Better and Balanced book club, but also your book club is such a balanced book club. And I'm like, it is. They're like, you yeah, guys have read you know, so many every different. Every genre has been so different. Every book has been so different from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been fun. Like, it's been really fun. Yeah. I'm excited for the next book. It's definitely a different feel. Be Not Afraid of Love. Bye. Oh, I forgot her name. Okay. You're not much of an author, girly. Mimi Zhu. And she's queer. She is a queer Asian from Australia. Oh, we love a queer woman novel. Is she from Australia? Um, Look how cute she is. Oh, she's adorable. Her pink hair. Yeah, I think she's from Australia. But yeah, it's this is going to be such a different book from everything we've read so far, but I love it because this is a real life story, a memoir. Yeah, I've really been getting into memoirs like this last year, and I actually really enjoy them in the right placement mm-hmm. of my reading category. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. but um, I think this is a good book to flow with the other one too, because since it is a heavier book, um, there are a lot of trigger warnings with with SA and verbal and physical abuse. Um, so you will probably need to refresh your memory with something else. 
yeah, in between. Yeah, I think what I'll do with this one, because normally I wait to like the week that we're about to record to start reading the book. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. just spread this one out through the month. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah you're you're definitely going to want to do that like you're gonna there's gonna be places where you're gonna want to take notes and highlight things like it's definitely one of those books like that i want to be fucking highlighting fucking Mm -hmm. sticking notes in there and be like yes yeah and then i'm excited for it fun episode we're gonna be like having some deep ass conversations yes Mm um yeah it's gonna be lit yeah, and the cover is so cute. It like, is. I'm so excited to have that one on my bookshelf. Like me too. I love looking at it every day. I'm like, oh wow. I know. Every time I see it in a picture or something, I'm like, that's cute as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it is. But um, this would be my first pick. Seriously. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was like, shit. I think I'm. Because you guys are like, um, Nia, what book do you have? To-? I'm like, um, I'm gonna Google some. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was perfect. It's a very Nia's choice, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to claim the measure. I don't know if people know that that <laughs> No, was the measure was such a good book. Girl, claim that book, okay? Claim that. If I were you, I would. Claim <laughs> it. Claim it. Maddie's choice. Measure. <laughs> I would claim that, for sure. But, yeah. This was fun. I know, it was. See? Yeah. We miss Tegan. We really do. Oh, let me give you Tegan's. Oh, wait, what is your rating? I didn't rate it yet. I was going to give it a two, but I'll bump mm-hmm. it up to a three. Okay. Um, you said three. Tegan also said three. She she says she didn't like the book, but I think if, if she was on here, she would kind of... she would come to the same... She would come to the same thing. Says yeah. Um, I gave the book a four, like, I would say like a 4.2, just because the ending was really good. I loved it, but the the in, the intros and stuff was just way too slow for me, but I get it. I understand why she did yes. that because she was talking about just like normal, regular, smuggler people. Regular smuggler. <laughs> <laughs> like she she was writing me, she'd be like, and Nia <laughs> watch Rumi for the the time today. Like, you know, she would have to fast forward yeah. it to get to the I think point. it had a four point four overall in Goodreads. Oh, okay. Highly rated yeah. So yeah. So I was in the, the right ballpark yeah yeah definitely Mm -hmm. i'm kind of an unpopular opinion but you know what we talked about i wasn't all in maybe i would have given a four on a better day (laughs) yeah yeah that's fine like agreed the only reason it has a four is because of the ending like because i am yeah you know, it just got that. you there. It got yeah. you there. Yeah. You know I'm an emo. You know the emo. I, I work on emotions, you know. See a fucking water sign. Yeah, Tegan was like, um, it just takes so much to make me feel anything. And I'm like, Tegan, this I was like. I agree with her. <laughs> like, sometimes, especially, like, I'm number some days, you know. Like, sometimes I'm, like, open and I'm, you know, crying about everything. Other times I'm, like, I don't feel anything <laughs> at all. That's what she said. And I was like, um, I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't feel anything from this book? Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, you I, got- I felt something. I just, I didn't cry. <laughs> but I would fully well, expect you to cry. Yeah, you know, I'm somebody who just have so many issues. So. <laughs> oh, poor baby. But hey, can look, you, I'm healed. Can you get on a plane in a couple days so I can give you a hug? 
Mm, you know what? Just for a girl like you, yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you bring Remy and Eddie too? Uh, Remy for sure. Eddie. Yeah, he can stay. <laughs> um. um. <laughs> no, I'm so excited to see you though. I know. Before we go, we should definitely take a 420 hit. Girl, yes. Um, we should take a 420. A oh, 420. A 420 hit and. Dang it. If only we could have added a bonus episode, getting lit, me and you, yes. for my regular, you know? I know. That would we should, fun. let's record one when I go to Arizona. <laughs> a lit podcast episode? Yeah, we should. I know, that would be fun if we had a Patreon to do a 420 episode. Girl, we could make it real quick. <laughs> okay, one, two, three, hit that shit. 420, blaze it. There was nothing in there. Um, Should we end this? Because I have something else to tell you. <laughs> Yeah, let's get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm the new host. <laughs> yes, thank you guys so much for listening. We love you. See you next month. Bye. Bye. Hey babes, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave me a five-star review. I'll read them all. Don't forget to tell your friends about this podcast. And I just want to say, you are everything. You are capable and you are worthy. Our down days do not define us. We will stay in our power. It's giving yes. It's giving queen. It's giving balanced.